You're listening to Innovation in Education, the Pulaski Academy podcast where we share stories of how PA is inspiring students to explore, create, contribute, and achieve. Now, here are your hosts, Greg Ledbetter and Matt Pulley. Welcome to Innovation in Education. This is the PA podcast where we share stories of how Pulaski Academy is inspiring students to explore, create, contribute, and achieve. This is episode 17, July 2nd, 2021. And my guests today are Jack and Sam Bennett, founding members of the band Bad Habit. Jack and Sam are both uh, Pulaski Academy graduates. Jack's a senior at uh, UCA, and Sam will start his freshman year at OBU. Guys, welcome and excited to have you on the podcast today. Thanks for having us. Yeah. So Bad Habit is the band. Tell us a little bit about how the band got started. Uh, interestingly enough, the band was actually formed in 2015 when somebody approached our mother, who worked at PA at the time, asking if we had a band that would be available to play her class of 1986 reunion and this was for PA Um, and Sam and I didn't necessarily have a full band but we weren't we had definitely made appearances playing around school before and we weren't unfamiliar with the gigging process so we decided to put a band together with some of our classmates around Pulaski Academy and we got to practicing put together a good set list and got that reunion out of the way and we've been gigging ever since you guys were i mean obviously you were you've been playing your instruments for a long time when, when did you start jack when did you start playing guitar how I were you s- i started guitar in first grade first grade sam percussion uh pretty much the same thing i started taking it seriously and taking lessons in the first grade were you guys were, so you were at home i mean obviously you were at home playing when how were you when you both started playing together i mean i mean I know that probably happened at some point where you thought, well, I play drums, I play guitar, let's let's jam. Like, were you young, kind of having jam sessions? We, we were pretty young. I always remember, you know, whenever family would come over, our parents would always rush everybody upstairs to uh, let them hear us play whatever rendition of an Eagles song that we could conjure up within the next five minutes or so. But, yeah, um, we were always pretty young. So you got so you 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 were playing together. You guys kind of had, you know, were familiar with each other, and then you decided to put a band together. How did you? How did that? Did you know guys, or were you just kind of? <laughs> did you put a note on the message board? Hey, looking for put a band together. How did that happen? Uh, when we were asked to do this class of 1986 reunion, we were looking for anybody that we could, but we wanted people that were sort of on the same skill level that we were at. So we had done the annual talent show here, Bruins on Broadway, the year before with a good friend of mine, Ryan Burgess. And he is a guitarist by nature, but he also plays bass. So we had asked, he played bass with us at the talent show, so we asked him if he would play bass with us for this gig. And then we asked Molly Kate Fuller if she would be our vocalist for the time being. And after we did that gig, and I think we had one or two gigs before the reunion just to kind of get us up to speed with how it all would work, uh, we just decided to take it and run with it. And we, through many lineup changes, have wound up where we are today. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about, about some of those. But, yeah, because I, I want to I 
I want to jump into that in a second, but so class of 86, were you, was this all like 80, 80, it was all eighties music. Is that kind of what the, the set list was? For sure. Uh, you know, especially with having a girl singer, we were doing lots of Pat Benatar and <laughs> Bangles. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, doing lots of Blondie stuff like that. So, and she killed it. I remember. So, um, yeah, we, we did a lot of that stuff. And then once, uh, once Jack became the front man, if you will, and we, uh, we kind of moved past that and went on to other stuff, but yeah. Well, talk. So, yeah, so talk about as I recall, just as I followed you guys, I knew you had a couple couple female singers. So talk about the guys in the band. Who's been in the band? Who's in the band? And then Jack, I want to hear kind of how you got started with the singing. So that's a good story to tell. Um, <laughs> uh, so we we had the original lineup of Bad Habit, I guess, which consisted of me, Sam, Molly, Kate, and Ryan. And once that kind of dispersed, I think we were we had a month or two of hiatus, and we decided we wanted to get the band back together, but do a more frequent gigging regimen, I guess. So ryan wanted to come back but he made it very clear that he wanted to be the guitar the rhythm guitar player and not the bass player which i was totally fine with but that led to the problem of finding a bass player so we looked around and we found a guy and then we found another singer and we ran with that lineup for a while and then i think about the time february of me and ryan's senior year when we knew we were both about to go to college we played our final gig whatever you'd like to call it and the singer at that time had left a couple of weeks before a gig so i kind of had to pick up the slack and i learned as many songs as i could and i just got thrown in there and pulled off the bench i guess is the best way to throw that <laughs> did you, i mean did you you knew you could sing but were you like yeah i can i can probably do this live I I had some hesitations and reservations about it. I had been singing backup with the band for, I guess, the whole time it had been a thing, but I had never had experience singing lead, but it, it was kind of a in-the-heat-of-the-moment thing where I knew I had to because I didn't want to forfeit the gig. So Yeah, I had, had to jump in there. And you guys, I mean, you, you have a, a pretty pretty long history or a deep history of musicians i know your dad did your dad sing he was in a band or did what what did he do growing up he was in multiple bands um throughout high school and i believe college as well um and then ever since he's always been writing uh songs and uh i always enjoy you know the 6 a.m wake-up call of him being on the grand piano in our entryway and (laughs) hearing him you know play whatever he plays and that's always fun um but yeah he's always been into music and he's always uh been a great help when it comes to you know practicing a certain song and we need help with whatever harmony or hey does this sound good or whatever he's always uh, providing great input for that kind of stuff and and he also you know um i mean your parents have been hugely supportive and i know you guys have done some things or used to do some things over the summer uh talk about what those events were because i know your parents were supportive and kind of letting you guys get out and go to other cities and meet meet big-time musicians and that sort of thing. But share a little bit about those those experiences. So we got a couple opportunities to go out to Las Vegas and meet and perform with some big names in the industry, uh, notably Vince Neil of Motley Crue. 
Lou Graham, a foreigner. Joe Perry of Aerosmith, Michael Anthony of Van Halen, and so many more. But it was a great experience because, one, we got to actually meet and play with other performers and form a band with these people. And it taught us some things that we didn't quite know about playing with other people because we had only ever played with each other and our bandmates back home. But this gave us some experience in working with others, which ultimately Sam and I, I think, ended up running these bands too like we do with ours but it was still a great experience and then when we got up on stage and got to when we got to perform with these people up there on the stage it was just such a, an incredible experience that's uh man i think that's so great that your parents said supported you in this and i know they come to a lot of your gigs your dad's done the sound for you and and even maybe done some kind of the manager stuff oh uh, yeah mom too mom she's too. always yeah, uh, that's right she's always you know hey you like this t-shirt design and uh she's always reaching out to try and get us various gigs and stuff like that so they're yeah they're both the most supportive that we could ask for it's a family business for sure yeah. <laughs> well i think it, one of the big questions too i want to jump into is the name um which i think can invoke lots of different ideas but how did the name bad habit how did you guys come up with this with this name bad habit came from when we were on vacation in san francisco a while back and we were this was when we had put together the band was formed yeah the band was formed for this reunion but we didn't have a name yet we were still putting all the logistics together so we're in san francisco driving down one of those hill streets or whatever they are and we see this pub or bar or something on the side called Dirty Habits. And I don't remember who it was, but somebody looked at it and said, that would make a good band name. And then we remembered that we were playing a school reunion and most of our gigs being that we were all high schoolers. Most of our gigs would be centralized around the school. We <laughs> decided that bad habit might be better than dirty habits which in <laughs> retrospect really wouldn't have been that bad but i believe right. it was mom that made that suggestion <laughs> that's, <laughs> but, where the, that's where the family business comes in yeah right but i think bad habit ended up sticking a lot better than dirty habits probably would have so yeah <laughs> well it makes for a i think a great story it is so you guys so if uh so i want to talk about playing live if fans want to find out um where you guys your gigs are little rocks bad habit is your facebook um, if you go on to Facebook, I know you post all your live gigs there. Um, so Little Rock's Bad Habit, if you're on Facebook, you can check out, find their, their gigs there. Who? So who are the other guys currently in the band? I want to make sure we mention those guys now. The other guys currently in the band, uh, our bass player's name is Caleb Hatley, which ironically I ended up meeting at a PA football game, <laughs> even though he doesn't go to PA or didn't go to PA at the time. But I think we just bonded when a good friend of mine from PA said, uh, come to the football game tonight. I've got a friend I want you to meet. And I walked up and introduced myself and we got to talking and he opened his phone and had the Pyromania album cover as his wallpaper. And I was like, you and I are going to get along just fine. <laughs> so when the original band or second band, whatever we were at at the time, dispersed and we were looking to put together a completely new band, he just happened to text me out of the blue and said, if you ever need a bass player, just hit me up. So we did that and ran with it for a while. And then we ended up finding our current rhythm guitarist online on one of those musician for hire websites. And I think he made a profile that he had forgot about. He made it a couple of years ago, but I found it and reached out and I was like, Hey, 
we're playing all the same kind of music that you listed as you're interested in online. So if you want to come over and jam, then let's get something together. And everything just worked out well. And his name is Luke Garrison. Awesome. So, so you mentioned the Pyromania Def Leppard album. Um, if you, how would you guys characterize? I mean, is there an error genre of music that you stick to? Um, you know, how would you characterize your the style of music or the selection? Um, I would say just, I mean, within the broad term of classic rock, uh, whatever that even means today, um, I think it definitely kind of goes into 70s and 80s music primarily, um, a little bit of 90s, maybe a little bit of uh, early 2000s as well. Um, and then we don't really play any 60s, I think. Is Johnny Cash? Yeah, we do a little bit of that, but yeah. Other yeah than that, be, he could be, he would be considered 60s probably. Yeah, all over the spectrum for sure. Do you guys do you, do you ever take requests? Do you get people out in the crowd? They're like, "Hey, play, play some Skinner or anything like that." We we get pretty frequent requests. There's always that dude in the back of the venue who gets a little too drunk and shouts "Free Bird," <laughs> the F word. But yeah, <laughs> Free, but, right, right. But usually we're pretty good at being able to accommodate requests. It just depends on what it is and whether or not it fits within our parameters. But there are definitely times where we can say we'll, you know, get back to it after the break or we'll make sure it's on the set for next time. So, well, you guys, uh, you, all of you guys are, are busy. Obviously, you're, you're students and Sam about to be a full time college student. But what's your rehearsal time like? Is that, you know, how do you fit all this in together in between gigs? I would say it's pretty much every Sunday that we're able to, um, about three hours. Um, usually it's, you know, two to five or something like that whenever we can accommodate people's work schedules um and you know whenever jack can come in he lives in conway so um yeah usually every sunday at least three hours or so um if we play a gig the saturday beforehand sometimes we'll call it off um depending on how tired we are or or where the gig was you know if it was uh, outside of little rock but yeah usually every sunday who who decide who makes the final decision on songs you ever have somebody come and going hey let's do this or Who's the who has the final say so? <laughs> I I'm the one that sends out the list. This is usually our biggest point of conflict in the band. But uh, now I'll send out the list usually the week before practice, and I will take requests from the other band members and into do, consideration into consideration <laughs> and do with them what I can. But um, that's just my my biggest direction with the band is you know there's a bunch of local bands and even the big arena rock bands and whatever you want to call them that you'll go see them on a tuesday night and then you'll go see them on a friday night and it'll be the exact same show exact same songs even the banter between songs will be the same i want us to be able to do something different every show that way if we have the same person come to two shows they know that they're not going to get the same show it'll still be the same quality but they're going to be having a different experience and something that they can enjoy a little bit differently i would say that we add at least four to five new songs a month to our set list just to kind of keep it fresh for sure have you guys ever ever tried something you're like no no way we're not we're not doing that definitely all the time (laughs) what was what's a song that was a disaster free bird (laughs) (laughs) yeah the one time we did give it a try it's kind of tedious stuff um i would say you know some some stuff is definitely um, pretty high vocally, yeah. Um, or you know, thing some you know sometimes we only have 
uh, one person that does backing vocals, Caleb. Um, so, you know, if there's a four-part harmony on an Eagles song, then it can definitely be pretty tricky. Uh, there are certain things that we kind of have to cut out. But um, I would say a lot of the stuff that we try um, works, you know, within the next two or three times that we attempt it during practice. Well, you guys, y'all seem to have a pretty pretty consistent schedule of gigs. Um, I mean, you're at Sticky's quite a bit. I mean, how many times a month do you play there? About every other month, just because we don't want to oversaturate the Little Rock market. Yeah. Do you ever do you have like groupies or hardcore fans that are coming to all your shows? Definitely. There are definitely people that yeah are regulars. We play at a place called the Beehive in Hot Springs Village, and we have a uh, pretty large following there. Um, and we've noticed that the past few times that we've played Stickies, people have traveled from the Beehive or Hot Springs Village, obviously, to come see us at Stickies, which is always cool. We always enjoy walking into a venue and seeing people, you know, that have our merch on and stuff like that. It makes us feel good. Yeah, like when we play a Beehive, what was it, last weekend or whenever this airs, probably a couple of weeks ago. But uh, I think we walked in and started unloading and almost every person on staff that was working that night had on our newest t-shirt design oh, that's cool. instead of the beehive t-shirt which was yeah it was definitely really cool that's awesome well my, my guests uh, today are jack and sam bennett founding members of the band bad habit and also pulaski academy grads and i know you shared a little bit about kind of your time here at pa and and it's exciting to kind of hear a lot of the band got started from being here at the school, but also I think the school has been pretty pretty supportive in helping you kind of develop those talents and, and pursue those things that you wanted to. But I wanted to ask you about In the Den, because I know that's a original you guys recorded and shot a video for, but tell us a little bit about the song In, in the Den. Uh, the song was put together by request of Josh Carroll, who wanted us to put together an anthem, so to speak, for the PA live broadcast of the football games and we had tried to write before but we had never really gotten anywhere with it and I think we all had previously tried to write separately or independently and tried to bring it to the band and we could just never really get anything to click but I think we came home from going to lunch with Josh one day and Sam and I just went up in the studio and hammered something out and I called Caleb 10 minutes later and Luke wasn't in the band at this time and I called Caleb and I was like hey we're writing a song can you come over and put a bass line down and so we got the music down first and I think we only had like 45 seconds of it because we thought we were just doing a jingle sort of thing and then we decided you know if we're going to pay the money and go into the studio we might as well make it a full song so we sat down and spent like five hours writing the lyrics and going back and forth on each other trying to figure stuff out and I think the biggest dispute was whether or not we wanted it to be solely about football and the purpose that it had been asked to be written or if we wanted to give it some ambiguity and make the terminology and the lyrics something that could be applied to really anything and ultimately we kind of did a mixture of both but anyway so we wrote the song and then the next day we were in the studio and had it recorded and mastered and then sent it to josh and i think he made a music video of it and that's been played at the football games pretty frequently as far as i know it's a pretty quick process of writing and recording and then yeah having it all processed and getting the video made 
and you guys, yeah, you shot the video out on the field one night, and then it, I think it premiered, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, it premiered at one of the games, mm-hmm. halftime of, of one of the games. Yeah, which we, was, was I remember cool. we uh, we actually weren't there for that because it was a Friday night, and we were playing Stickies. Um, mm-hmm. So all my friends, you know, they're texting, you're on the Jumbotron. I'm like, oh, send pictures, you know, well, <laughs> I'll, I'll be here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was, that we was finally cool. got to play the halftime show for sure. Halftime <laughs> show. Well, yeah, next we'll have to get you guys out there live, which I think would be, would be, would be pretty cool. So yeah. on Facebook, Little Rock's Bad Habit is, uh, where you can find out the gigs for these guys, what they've got coming up. And I know you've got a busy summer you guys are got a pretty full slate of stuff coming up in the end of June, July, and into August. We always kind of market it as a summer tour if you will, but uh, we we for sure have a lot of uh, gigs lined up. Um, I would say definitely up until uh, late August, and then you know that's usually kind of the time period where we have to start rebooking things and um, getting that planned out. But yeah, we have a, a lot of opportunities for people to come check it out, so we'd love for them to do so. Great. Well, guys, I appreciate you coming on, and uh, man, it's just so cool to. I think number one to hear a lot how you guys throughout your course at PA, you know, were able to pursue this passion and develop it. And, and, uh, man, it's just, uh, it's exciting to see where you're going now. And, and, uh, we expect big, big things. So, uh, to be out of little rock at some point here in the next year or two, and I, I'm sure we'll see you in LA and New York and Chicago. <laughs> is that the, is that the goal? That's the goal. We'll <laughs> see. Yeah. Well, I'm, uh, I've been visiting with, uh, Jack and Sam Bennett and founding members of the band bad habit. And uh, we want to appreciate you listening to Innovation in Education. This is the PA podcast where we share stories of how PA is inspiring students to explore, create, contribute, and achieve. And if you'd like to learn more about Pulaski Academy, we encourage you to visit our virtual admissions center. And that website is thepavac.com, thepavac for virtual admissions center.com. And on that site, you can find Lots of different ways to connect with the campus and community through tours, virtual tours, 360 tours, webinars, lots of other great, great ways to connect. We've got a great uh, slate of interviews coming up on the podcast, so we appreciate you listening. Check back, subscribe, and uh, make sure that you're getting updates on, on new up uh, episodes coming out. So appreciate you listening. And have a great day. You've been listening to Innovation in Education, the Pulaski Academy podcast, where we share stories of how PA is inspiring students to explore, create, contribute, and achieve with your hosts, Greg Ledbetter and Matt Bullock.